I was focused on the wrong things. I didn't know what way to go. I was focused on the wrong things. I found out a space in my skull.
Step to that party. Backstage at heart when that choke I start. Sound like a new car when I All right, welcome to another episode of Icy Thoughts Radio. My name is Joshua Winters. I'm here with my man, Will. What's going on? And we got a special guest today. We got Kane Kerner in the building. Hello, everybody. Yo. <laughs> How you doing? We at Rec Philly right now. Mm-hmm. Um, just vibing out. We want to talk to Kane about his new projects. He's been on Fashion Week Runway. He's been doing a lot of things. And yeah, we want to just want to find out how he's doing all this. That's, that sounds dope. You've done a lot of shit. Thank you, man. This man just dropped two EPs this week. You he had a show know. last night we saw, which was pretty killer. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of projects coming out. A lot of stuff in the works. A lot of stuff in the works. Sorry. All right, let's tell us about your EPs. All right. So um, I guess we could start with the uh, the sunflower one. Good morning, sunshine. Mm-hmm. If you're cool with that. Yeah. Let's um, start. Shit, start with that man. one. Um, I mean, what what exactly would you uh? What you want to know about it? I mean, um, damn. How did you get a so? How did you get the concept for for Good Morning Sunshine? Because it's it's a more upbeat. It's the upbeat EP, and yeah. it's sort of like it's sort of like the side A damn, version really of, 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 <laughs> of the ones you got. We've been listening. Yeah, yeah thank you, man. That, you talking? You talk on there. Yeah. Um. So the whole concept behind Good Morning Sunshine. Um. You know, I'm a real like emotional person, and, and I try and do my best to uh, to express it. So, um, "Good Morning Sunshine" is like what the, what this person used to say to me. So I was like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let that be the uh, I'm gonna make that the title." I just felt like it'd be like, and you know, I don't know. It's sort of like more tongue in cheek, where like I knew my intention with the project was um, I wanted to showcase the different genres I like to dip into and try and express myself through. So. That's why, like, it starts out with a more of, like, a slower, like, sad song. And then it goes into somewhat sad but more upbeat. And then it goes straight, like, schizophrenia, (laughs) freak out music. And then then it goes into, like, oh, but I feel good. Like, woke up feeling cute. So, like, I tried to, um, and then at the end I wrap it up with with birds, you know, where it's sort of, Mm -hmm. uh, when you're, I, I like to think of that when I'm, like, an even plane like I'm feeling neutral I'm not heightened I'm not low I'm like that's how I feel when like that was like my clear headed so you know I um my intention was to literally try and express the the motions that that I find myself going through and have been emotionally like since I was a kid you know Mm -hmm. especially since um my recent diagnosis and hospital stay that I had in January so uh yeah Good morning, sunshine. I, I I work with these. Not even work with really. You know, I, I there's these. There's a few people prospecting to um when it comes to like label stuff, like management representation. Of course. And they're really confused with me. They're like, <laughs> they're like, um, they're like, how the hell are we? They're like, look, man. Like, I don't think it's gonna work. Like, doing the whole multi-genre thing. Mm. Yeah, they're trying to put you in project. that box. Yeah, you can so. already see from the rip, like just from the first time I seen you perform, I'm like, oh, he doesn't fit into any of these boxes. Just, just like a lot of artists have themes, and like, well, you have themes, but you you have a lot of um, you you have a various 
amounts of ways that you can take a song like when when you say oh this next song is coming up i don't know what the fuck is about to happen honestly <laughs> no idea <laughs> but oh, that's a that good thing so good man thank you yeah and and honestly that's um i feel like that's how a lot of people especially nowadays with mental health being more of a topic to actually speak comfortably about i feel like more people are really being honest about feeling like that where mm-hmm. it's like and even how we consume music and media it's like I mean, there's times where, like, all right, I'm going to binge on this one style of shit because that's my vibe, like, wh- like, or that's the vibe I want to go for. But most of the time, like, I'm jumping around when I'm listening to, to things. I'm jumping around different different eras and different genres and different artists. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, if, if, every, if everyone else I know is kind of listening to music like that, why don't I make music like that? So, yeah, like, rather than, rather than you listening to my shit and being like, all right, now I, I want something different. Let me go listen to this guy or this girl or this person. Mm-hmm. It's all in there. Why not? Like, I'm like, well, what if I made it so you can continue listening to me? <laughs> like, but I'm just giving you a different vibe. So, like, but I guess it's, and I hate to sound like, I don't know if it's arrogant, but, like, I guess it's, it is, a, you know, it's not that difficult for me uh, to do that because that's how I think. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyone that knows me knows a different version of me, you know? And, like, they'll probably be the first to tell you, like, <laughs> Some people, I don't know, man, but I, I, I it, it means a lot for, to even hear y'all say that because I tried to, pr- I put these projects out against the, um, against the advice of the dudes all prospecting to, you know, represent me and, and mm-hmm. my boy. Like, I told them that, you know, I'm like, look, I know that with the boost, y'all could get my shit bigger, faster. I'm like, but no, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take this song off or. But I also wanted to show them I could do a cohesive project, so mm-hmm. that's why I did mm-hmm. Too Young to Die. Okay. You know, so I was like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. look, I don't want y'all <laughs> to think I'm just throwing shit together. I want to show y'all, like, I could stick to the fucking rubric, too. And that's yeah. why you dropped two EPs in a week? Hell yeah, bro. Plus, like, I've been, I'm, like, like you said, like, stuff in the works, like, I'm, I'm sitting on a lot of stuff, like, especially since I stopped drinking and getting mm-hmm. high and going mm-hmm. out and partying, like, all I do is fucking record, you know? And, it, and it's like... You know, I, I I stopped going to therapy, and uh, not to sound all like corny and deep with it, but I transitioned to just doing that. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just. I don't even need. I don't. I'm not in a position where like I feel like I need the answers or like the advice end of it. I need to vent. Yeah. So like, I need to vent more than actually like find resolution. Like resolution finds itself a lot of the time. But I, you know, I use, vent, I use it to vent, bro. I use it to vent, and uh, you know. Good Morning Sunshine, I wanted to show I could do multiple genres and have it make sense as a project. It's only five songs, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's a full project. Like when I, I was listening to it for a grip before I put it out, and I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I, I, I think I accomplished like a full album feel in five fucking songs. Yeah, like, yeah. absolutely. And it like, sounds pretty full. You it's know, satisfying. Thank <laughs> yeah, thank you. Because like, I got. I. I have got. I'm. I'm still getting them. I'm getting endless texts and DMs and <laughs> comments and like, pe- of my peers and people that I just talk to on online, like have a relationship with, a good rapport with, and they appreciate it. They feel, like they feel, you know, they they feel an attachment to it because I really be interacting with people, and I'm just grateful for that. You know, like that. I feel like. Anything else added on, it's a bonus now, you know? Yeah, no, I, I totally feel that. Um, and, yeah, you should always throw love to people that are out here 
doing stuff, making work, making mm-hmm. projects, whatever it is, you oh, know? Yeah. Like, everyone here at this table, Josh, Kane, we're all, like, local people just trying to do, like, cool shit, all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on that note, I want to bring it back to the mental illness discussion because mm-hmm. I know that these are really intense topics to talk about, but I do think it is really important to kind of, like, give a platform and kind of really just talk these things out. So can you just kind of talk about your journey a little bit? Oh, yeah. Um. So, like, I've always been somebody who ha- who's... Bit, like you know i've I'm known to overshare at times and um nowadays i'm doing what i can to be not just oversharing for the sake of doing it or whatever um to, but to actually like help others so mm-hmm. with that being said um my whole life i knew that i was you know my whole life i've been known to have like anger issues my whole life i've been known to be but I've, I've, I've simultaneously been known to be a very outgoing and bubbly person. Like, right. And um, just being aware from a young age, like the extremes that I'll often find myself going to, I've had, you know, paired with my, my father's diagnosis and him being in and out of jail, like, my, you know, um, well, not jail, you know, prison, but um, my mother dealing with her, you know, being aware of her diagnosis, you know, and all that. I knew it ran in my family, but I never received the proper diagnosis. Um, last year, around the holidays, it all kind of came to a, he- to a head, and I was planning on taking my life. Um, I was also, you know, I was also, like, contemplating, you know, I, I, was, I was pretty, I, so I ended up pretty much getting, uh, I ended, you know, I ended up checking into a, a facility up in Horsham, PA, really nice fucking facility, great staff. Um, it's all stemming from why I mm-hmm. was uh, exhibiting certain behaviors and learning about my, my like the fronts that I and many others put up and projection, dissociation, all that shit. So I ended up, you know, I ended up getting diagnosed with bipolar too. Um, <laughs> like got diagnosed with like a, some. It sounds corny because like dudes we always talk about it, especially on some rap shit. Like, yeah. you know I mean? but like like a, a form of a sex of a form of sex addiction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, but like. The bipolar thing was the main thing, and like, you know, because I got people in my family that are schizophrenic. I, every uh, many people in my family are manic depressive, but nowadays, you know, they call it bipolar. Um, so yeah, you know, they put me on a whole bunch of fucking medication. Like I've 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 gone through so many different trials this year, of just trying shit like lithium, Depakote, fucking Risperdal, all this shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a long ass list. Yeah, like, it can get longer, too, like, because, like, I was dealing with insomnia, so, like, that's why in the song Voices, I say, like, got over my insomnia, but that don't mean that I sleep well. Mm. Um, I was dealing, like, I was, like, when I got out the hospital, when you get out the hospital, that's the real hard part. And, um, you know, like, getting put, like, reinserted back into the fucking real world after you spend, like, your time in this neutral zone where you're, like, holy fuck, like, it's really intense out here and like i was so scared to leave but like you know i um got back out here and i'm like my roommate terminated the lease on me even though i had the bread to keep paying for where i was living yeah i got fired from my job obviously because you can't take that much time off you know regardless Mm -hmm. if it's for your mental health like uh or for your health or whatever but um so i was floating around for a bit and uh you know um I ended up living with my aunt for the past few months, and uh, 
her husband recently overdosed. And so I, I moved in, helped her out with, with getting the house ready to sell it. And um, that's, that's pretty much, you know, I, that's what inspired, uh, actually, the second song off Too Young to Die. Like, that, that has mm-hmm. nothing to do with me, like, in a relationship to anybody. Not it's, really. Uh, that was like, I'm talking to somebody who lost their partner of 40 years they were with every day. So I tried to imagine what the fuck that would be like. Um, Damn, it's like yeah, a mental health shit, bro. Like, it's fucking, it, it's an everyday thing. It, it, mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's gotten any, well, no, it has gotten better. I got to give myself the credit. But um, it's something, you know, something you're going to deal with forever. And it's your job to figure out how to cope with it. And, you know, but it's, um, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You know, as a, I feel like a, lot, a big issue with men is like you're never gonna change or learn to improve unless you're sick of your own shit. So one of my things was like I got I had to really recognize I was sick of my own shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm going on like I'm going on nine months sober now. So yeah. yeah, bro, and I used to get blackout fucked up and drive around and all this shit. So like it was um you know just like sleeping with anybody type shit, getting in really terrible toxic situations with with fucking romantic partners, you know. So I was like, you know what? Let me take the alcohol out the equation. Let me take the, like, even the weed out the equation. And uh, I'm still a still a shithead sometimes <laughs> without it, but I'm, uh, you know, when you take the variables out, you're able to really look at yourself and attack the problems. It's my fault to fucking go long-winded. Yeah, I'm bipolar. <laughs> like, that's what I got diagnosed with pretty much. You know, I was going to, I was going to, I was going to, you know, I was going to kill myself, and then I got diagnosed, you know, I spent some weeks and I used a better alternative, exactly. I guess, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you got to be accountable to stick up. Yeah, like you're saying, as men, especially, mm-hmm. you want you want to just, like, tough it out or say, like, oh, ain't nothing wrong with me, everything is cool. Like, especially when you have male friends, you definitely mm-hmm. not telling them shit, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And you're never going to let it go, and you just hold it, hold it all in, and just, it, it piles up, but... And if you don't take the time, if you don't take the time to address it and start working on it, mm-hmm. you're going to be forced to. Yeah, you're going to be forced to. Like, you know, whether you believe it to be God or anything, like, shit comes to a head and a decision ends up being made for you, whether or not you like it. But you got to do what you can to make sure it's not a fatal one or like a final decision. Because, like, at the end of the day, you got you. You got you to gotta take care of you, you know? Like, and I, I think a big part of that is just being like, listen, I got fucking issues. I got shit that I need to need to fucking take care of, you know, and just being open and honest about that is like a really fucking big thing. You it's know? not easy. It's not easy. I've been sober and clean now for almost two years. Yeah. Coming up. Congre- like, yo, respect. Year bro, and congrats. Thank you. That's beautiful. Yeah, no, I appreciate Damn. it. Um, what's if yo, what's that? So <laughs> compared to the first year. The first year is pretty rough, not going to lie. Yeah. It's pretty lonely. It's pretty isolated. That's the main thing I try and tell yeah. people. Like, you, you immediately, and like, you seclude. You go into isolation. You, you have to reset. It's, it's pretty, that's the roughest part. Uh, I moved back home with my folks for a little bit. Uh, I was in this relationship that was really toxic. I had to cut that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really hard. And then at that point, I basically lost all my friends. Um, and then people that I had kind of, like, ditched for, like, drugs and alcohol, whatever, kind of ended up back in my life my one good friend he got back from rehab at the same time so we were going to meetings together for a little bit mm-hmm. doing all that putting in the work um and then eventually things just started to get better you know you got to put yourself out there you can't fucking 
sit in your room in your bed all day watching Netflix or just like, <laughs> fucking isolating because that shit is not healthy. I'm still there, you know. Yeah, I'm still there, bro. And that's one of the things you get sober and you're like, all right, shit's gonna like be good now. Shit's gonna be cool. And it's like it's not because you still need to be putting in the work. Um, and there's sucks, still, like a like, lot you need to deal with. It sucks mm-hmm. when you realize like you're still fucked up even when you're not that's, yeah. drinking that's and getting high. Like, but yeah. I feel like th- that's that's liberating in a way, you mm-hmm. know. But damn, bro, I didn't know that. That's tough. Yeah, thank you. No, I, I appreciate that. But I try to be straight up about that because I think it's important to talk about. You yeah. know, like you said, I think it's important for people to just have these conversations, especially as men. Yeah, yeah. dude, especially as men, because like it. it in America in general, like, we're promoted this fucking... We're promoted a lot of toxic shit when it comes Hell to, like, yeah. related to masculinity. And it's like, um, look, man, you don't got to go out and wear a fucking dress. You're allowed to if you want to. I've I've, I've gone, you know, I, I'd be going in different phases. Like, I, I've done all the fucking dibbling and dabbling with the androgyny and whatever. But, um, it's, uh... There's no one way to be a fucking man, and but yeah. honestly, I think it's more. I think you're more of a man for being in touch with your your emotions and being mm-hmm. emotionally articulate. Like that's my main thing. I want to I want to be as emotionally articulate as I can, not just for myself, but for like for and with others. You know, I feel that, and that's the thing. If you're gonna be going through this self work, I feel like it's your duty to help others like i'm not in the 12 step thing or nothing but i've studied that shit yeah. like mm-hmm. and i apply what i like you know that's a basis um, of that shit sadly it's good i miss when i'm going to i've like relied on like sense of self-worth but um just gotta have like you're heading towards a better a better version of you and then and that when you do get to your goal or whatever when you have transformed and changed and evolved that something good's gonna come along or you know someone but yeah man that shit it is fucking lonely i tell people yeah. i'm like you're gonna have to i'm like you're gonna realize like guess you, you get sober it, it, it's lonely as shit you gotta be ready to take it on but you you know the only way is through like my boy ruffin said last night like the only fucking way is through so look you either gonna you either gonna keep trying to get around it or you're gonna get through it Absolutely. And you, you need sign hobbies. Up. You need outlets. fucking outlets. Yeah. You know, that's so important. Like, when I first got sober, not to keep bringing it back to me, but, like, I was skating every day again. That shit felt so yeah, good. I grew you up know, skating, too. Get on bro. board. Yeah, like... I started doing... I found myself starting to do that. That's right? funny you mentioned that. <laughs> You'll just, like, find these things. I think it's important to work out, do something kind of physical. Oh, yeah. natural endorphins are real good. Um, on top of the, like, creative, cathartic shit, it's like, you need outlets. And, um... Yeah. I feel like, you know, in, our, in this... And, you know, in this in in this society, like it, you know, just American consumerism shit. It's um, we're kind of promoted this shit where it's like, all right, we reach a certain age, now we go out, we party. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. That's how we socialize. But it's like, no, nah, man. I feel like the older you get and like you move from substances, you find yourself kind of going back into what you did as a kid to find enjoyment. <laughs> and like, nothing wrong with that, you know. Like, I, mean, I remember, like, like you remember what it was like when. You and your friends all started drinking and getting fucked up together, and then like maybe y'all stopped or took a break, and you're like, "What do we do? Like, what do we? Yeah. Like, what the fuck do we do if we're not gonna? Like, you couldn't get you yeah. couldn't get a bottle or you couldn't get weed that night. You're like, "Fuck! Like, what do we do? Yeah. It's like that's not good. That's not good. Yeah. And uh, but it's like, wait, why not do the shit we used to do? Like, let's why not skate or why not play fucking Mario Kart like yeah. we used to yeah. do or some shit or like you know Smash or like." Like anything, like whatever, like I don't know, but yeah, man, I I feel like it's just, I feel like that's the, 
that is like you know I hate that whole like we live in a society type <laughs> talk but like it's true really. that's kind of mm. like we're promoted like that's how you fucking that, that's what getting older is like and I don't think it is man like I'm only 24 like but I find myself doing more shit that I used to do when I was a kid these days than ever for entertainment and just to like mm-hmm. console myself like I started selling again like I made this joint like I had that's it Bro, like I told, I told everybody that tries to talk to me about like getting sober. I'm like, yo, you don't realize how much fucking free time you got, and you're, you're either gonna sit there in your damn bed and freak the fuck out over it, which like you're gonna have those days, you might have those weeks or months too, like you know, I do, but um, like you're gonna eventually start doing shit to keep yourself busy. I was like, so mm-hmm. I decided to hand sew some fucking pants and sweaters. So that's why I started doing all the stuff I do, like the painting and the the sewing and. I, you know, I started getting. I started just trying to keep my mind off, fucking hating myself and feeling like all sad and shit. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and did you teach yourself to sew? Like, did you know how to do that beforehand? Um, my grandmother taught me when I was a, when I was really young. Shout out to grandma. <laughs> yeah, man. She uh, she she was a hell of a woman. She um, Rosemary Nichols. You know, she was she was dope. She uh, she passed uh, December twenty eighteen. So she passed like right before I went into the hospital type shit. I thought, you know, I it, I didn't realize how it would affect me, but like you know, I loved her. I loved her to death, man. Like she she was really tight. But uh she was she was a fucking nut. Like I would tell her all the time. Like I'm like, "Grab, you're a fucking all of it." She um Yeah, but she taught me how to sew by hand when I was very young. Like I think maybe like 7 or 8. I I know how to use a machine as well. But um, I opted to, like, I knew it would take longer to do the hand sewing, so I decided mm-hmm. to do it that way because I had a lot of time to kill when I got <laughs> sober. And I'm li- I was living up in Ben Salem. I'm like, it's like I felt like God forced me to, like, it's like, all right, bro, you're going you're gonna to get the fuck away from everything that you rely on you for, like, self-comfort. And, mm-hmm. you know, it made me record all these fucking songs and that I turned into projects, and I learned how to use Photoshop, like, again. <laughs> Important. Like, yeah, so like that's what, how I did the covers and. So you did the covers yourself because I do want to ask about that. Hell yeah, one hundred percent. I did the co- you know, hard. thank you, man. I did the cover. Yeah, I did the cover for um, for Good Morning Sunshine, uh, Shani, S. Chen. I always say her fucking name wrong. Uh, she did the photo for. She did took the portrait of me on um on uh, Good Morning Sunshine and then I photoshopped it into the flowers I wasn't really in flowers you know it's <laughs> all you know it is what it is but I did that mm. and then for Too Young to Die my boy Ben Wainwright Benjamin Wainwright he took the picture the, he took the front cover and the back cover um, the front cover you know where I'm like looking like everyone always says like oh you like Tarzan on the little bit. It's, like, it's like me with the long hair my shirt off with the, the green greenery around me mm-hmm. and then the back cover me with the striped pants and the fucking gun and the fucking <laughs> the death is a choice vest and then I did um, all those photos in between like with the, the song lyrics like I was up the night before making those I was like I, I was when I uploaded it like 9.30 the next you know that, that day i was still like i was like I, I would be in the bathroom like at work like and i'm like editing shit on the phone because like i have a little i got an app on my phone i can so yeah bro I, I, those were like photos from my personal collection like um i don't know man i i, I could i have a lot of creative friends like that that are great at visual shit and they could have i could have delegated to them but mm-hmm. i'm like yo like if this is really personal to me i want I want to do it like and I you know I didn't know how but I you know I 
I forced myself to learn how to do it. And, and I appreciate y'all digging it because, like, I, it, I, I didn't think I did it. Like, I don't think it's, like, the greatest shit ever, but I, I think I, I, I did what I wanted. I got my message across. Right. But, yeah, bro, that, that was all me, man. Like, I, I wanted to be able to say, like, all right, like, I, I don't produce this shit, you know. I, keep, I, I My boy handled that. He's a genius. Um, but, you know, that, like, everything else is me. Like, I, I really wanted to... I wanted to put as much of me in, as possible into these small ass projects because mm. I think that I think that I don't know I thought it would be fun I thought and I thought people would appreciate it and it means more to me than anything like it sound and not to sound like fatalistic and all that shit but like it's like yo if I were to die like even regardless of if it uh gets popping or blows up or anything I'm happy with that like would I be happy if this was like here when I wasn't and that you know, and I decided, yeah. So I hit upload, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah we definitely appreciate that you just you poured yourself into this work, and and also just talk to me about this the second project, Too Young to Die. Um, oh, it's yeah. already sort of like a the from the title, it's already like sounds like a movie scene, you know, like <laughs> and then the, it's like mm-hmm. it um yeah, man, um going through some shit, you know, with with relationships and potential lovers and stuff it's um that shit could be very traumatic and especially the situations that i'm pulling from or the situation that i'm pulling from in that project those four songs um especially that one and not only not only for me like i'm not gonna sit here and paint myself as the victim you know i've uh i like to i like to think that by by now i've accepted the wrongdoing i'm you know, I'm responsible for, not you know. I try to make amends. Sometimes, you know, you, one of the things of growing up is you learn like just because you want to make amends doesn't mean someone has to accept that. You know, mm-hmm. It's totally fine. But uh, yeah, I um, I have other songs relating to that <laughs> to that topic, and even like you know, keep it a buck that specific person. But um, I felt like those four just in succession. Mm-hmm. Like this is how I feel about it, you know, and like especially like you know the last one where it's like that's kind of like the goodbye where it's like and the same you know I mean I, like man I, I'm so weird like I, I feel like it's like I hate like when it's, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to be deep but like my whole my whole <laughs> you're already there thank yeah you, we want to hear about it. we want to hear all of yeah. it all right so like the the last song specifically like do you still think about me I was like all right like if I were to if you know if I were to kill myself like would you still think about me? Like, and I started imagining, like, okay, what would this person be doing? Like, well, they'd, they'd probably be with the person that they have, like, tried to wave in my face or, or you know, replace me with, as I referenced on um, on No Cap. Mm. You know, like, I did you wrong, you moved on and found a replacement. So uh, I expounded on that in the on the last song. And the verse was longer. Like, it was way longer. You had to trim it down. Yeah, I, I was listening to it for like a couple couple of weeks, and I'm like, every time I would get to that part where it's like, um, I'm sure his car is really nice. I'm like, I bet you really like to ride with him. I'm like, no, that's it. I'm like, I don't, I don't need to say anymore. I'm like, you know, and I fucking, uh, you know, that that song's from that perspective. It's like, all right, if I were to, if I were to not be here, like, would you still think about me? Like, I don't know. That's so, something we all think yeah. about, like especially when you go to through a harsh breakup. Everybody has at least one of those, but 
Yeah, this is is very relatable for Thank for you, just the, the general population because we, we we that's shit that we don't also shit that we don't want to talk about, you know. Especially like, as men, I think you know, yeah. like it, but um. It's like, no, man, like when you're fucking heartbroken, when you're really hurt, like it affects everything you do. Like mm-hmm. no you questions know. in your in your head all day. Yeah. Like to the point where like you, you, you won't be eating. And like, you know, I've lost like even like there, there, you know, there's like two people in my life that really know me and like I check in on and like when, the, you know, when they see me, like especially the one yesterday, like seeing me, she like, yo, like you ain't been eating like and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, nope, <laughs> like, I haven't, you know, but, uh, I'm like, fuck it, man, like, if I'm gonna feel this shit, let me try and express it, but also make it, you know, make it, I guess, enjoyable, so that's why I put it in a song form, and, it, you know, it's crazy, like, I, I've had a lot of, I wanted to show, like, like, people be dealing with that when they really go through a fucking hard breakup or relationship mm-hmm. issues or whatever, like, people resort to that sometimes, so... I felt it was relevant to the content, like, in, in the music. I felt like it was part of the art, you know? So, like, I just put it out there, and I'm not going to be able to pay to promote that post specifically, like, with the album artwork and it, the lyrics, and it sucks. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, I I, I call Too Young to Die a short album. I call mm-hmm. I call uh, The Morning Sunshine an EP or, like, a project. But I, you know, I, it's eight minutes long, Too Young to Die. Like, it's eight yeah. fucking minutes long, but, like... Bro, like, that morning, like, before I even put the post on the gram, I had people hitting me up being like, yo, I've listened to it ten times already. <laughs> yeah. I've listened to it five times already. Like, holy shit. And, like, my boy Ruffin produced tracks one, three, and four. And, uh, you know, I've always, like, I used to work with these old heads that wouldn't let me sing. Like, they just, you know, they were get, they were, I would pay for, like, three hours of studio time. They'd give me, like, five. They'd mm-hmm. give me six. That being said, like, they, you know, they, you know, they're like, all right, if you're going to be using my shit, I'm giving you free time. You can't, like, you got to record what we want you to do. You got to, you know, like, they were pretty much going to do it. You know, they were, mm-hmm. like, managing me at the time kind of shit. Yeah. And um, I wanted to sing, like, so bad. Like, I've been doing this shit since 16, 15. And, like, my boy Ruffin, for the past few years, he, he was the first dude to be like, oh, what, what are you doing? Like, be, be louder. Like, what yeah. is that? I fuck with that. Let's, like, you singing? Like, all right, let's do it. And like you know, yeah, but I, I wanted like to it. put out a singing project. Like so I, I, you know, I, I rap on no cap, but um, that what that was shit. I you know, that's how it felt. Like I felt like I had to sing it. Like that shit, I'm gonna keep it a buck, man. Like too young to die. Like that shit hurts so bad. Like, th- like going through all the shit that I'm talking about in it, it fucking hurts and it, it hurt and it still does. You know, but I, I, it makes me really happy to be able to have that shit put like put out for other people to relate to because hopefully they find comfort in it <laughs> you know like i like you said like uh, the, bro the fact that you even like can peep what i'm talking about or trying to express like mm-hmm. i told a few people like you know I'm, I'm sorry that you relate to it like but i i really appreciate you letting me know that you do and i appreciate you fucking with it and i, I hope it helps you feel better you know yeah i was like, listening on my way here i, I gave that um i gave Good morning, sunshine. One straight listen to, and then I moved on to the next one, and I got I had to run that one back. I'm too young to die. I had to run it back, also because it's short. But I just mm-hmm. had to. I, I had I didn't feel it the first time. I had to like get what she was talking about, so I had to run it back. I respect that. And then I got a little sad halfway through, but <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely like 
I love when people just talk because it's a lot of people that's just going to give you what everybody else is giving you. If you're not giving it authentically, you're giving it some some sort of copied off of something else. I feel like when you when you give some shit from the heart like that, it can't be copied. It can't be replicated. It's all you. It's un it's unrecognizable from anything else. And that's what we we really need people like that in the music game because people just want to rinse and repeat the same shit over and over yeah and you talked about how these projects are so short um and that was one of the things that like honestly i really like that because i grew up like listening to punk and hardcore and little peep rest in peace x like x yeah yeah you know those dudes like i mean specifically x like um he was one of the first few art he was one of the first artists in a long time like I you know I'm I really admire like the tenacity of our generation and I think we're, we're way more creative than we get mm-hmm. fucking credit Hell for like, yeah. especially <laughs> and like I'm going to keep it a buck especially on, on like you know whatever like the hip hop or the rap and I you know I grew up listening to the, the golden era I know I know my fucking history with this shit like I really grew up on some boom bap shit but I think I think we have improved upon a lot of formulas and mm-hmm. a lot of designs and um he was one of the dudes where I'm like when he when I when he started doing his thing and dropping projects, I'm like, holy fuck! Like that's what I've wanted to be for so long, mm-hmm. and I've been letting all these fucking old heads and opinions of others cloud my own, to the point where like I wasn't I was afraid to scream like on a record. Like I tried <laughs> it once with my old head, and he's like, "The fuck you doing?" And it was around the time Jesus was out. And he's like, <laughs> "You think you want? Think you think you Jesus? Like what the fuck you doing, bro?" And I'm like, "I'm like, nah, bro. I'm like, I'm like, you don't you don't think it? I'm like, you don't." I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 in my head, I was like, that's what I felt. That's what I was called to do, and I mm-hmm. tried it. I thought it fit, like, because that's what my, I felt called to do. That's your and choice. He's like, he's like nah, bro. Choices. Like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> and like, we just, I had to like go rewrite my shit. And I was like, I don't like this. Like, I, I was like, I was like, this yeah. is terrible. So, you know, I started. I invested in my own shit and started doing learning how. I was like, I, I gotta learn how to two track myself at least if I can't mix it. I was like, mm-hmm. I gotta, and then doing that, I would wait for my aunt. Like, yo, it was it was years I've been wanting to do the screaming shit, bro. Because I grew up, just like I grew up on fucking, like, De La or fucking, you know, Tribe or shit like that. Mm-hmm. I grew up on, I grew up on fucking, um, like, Refuse and, and Glassjaw. And, like, you know, I, my bro- older brother loves the Deftones. And, fucking so, like, Deftones. White Pony. Yeah, I mean, fucking that Saturday album. Night Wrist. They're self-titled, like, all that shit. But, like, mm-hmm. I'm sitting here and I'm like, I've wanted to do that shit for years. And it wasn't until I got out the hospital and my, my aunt. Never fucking leave, left the house, especially after like her husband dying, like she, like fall into seclusion. Mm-hmm. When she would go out to the market, I'm like, all right, I got 15 fucking minutes. I'm like, I got, and, like she got bad legs, so I'm like maybe like 25, 30. I would just fucking, I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta get this shit the fuck out. I wouldn't even have time to write it. I was just punching in line by line, and just started doing the screaming joints, bro. And like that's how it happened. And I would rec- I, too young to die. I pretty much would record when she would fall asleep because she'd be sleeping like right <laughs> above where I'm at. So I was like, okay, I'll sing at night and I'll scream when she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But yeah, bro. Like, I, it's like short, sweet, and to the point. I want people to fucking. Re- I want people to repeat it. And that yeah. really stood out to me. You know, you can keep playing that back. You can keep it. You can keep it going. And like, mm-hmm. why overexplain? You know, like exactly. with the last song I was talking about on Too Young to Die. Like, do you still think about me? Like. I feel like a lot of times we, you know, I feel like a lot of times, like, when it comes to um, writing songs or anything, like, a lot of people have a tendency to over-explain themselves. It's like, I don't feel like I have to do a third verse. I don't feel like I have to do a second sometimes. Like, um, No Cap is 
two repeated hooks, you know, mm-hmm. a fucking verse, two repeated hooks, the, the hook repeated twice. I could have added a second verse. I could have got a feature, but, like, I explained what I fucking wanted to in that verse. Mm. So yeah. that's the song. And, like, you know, my old head's, like, I'm fucking... These are coming into, like, the hip-hop world and mm-hmm. rap worlds are just such a good thing, you know? Mm-hmm. It's all killer, no filler. Yeah. You don't have, like, fucking 16 bars saying the same dumb shit. No, one control- no one's controlling you but you. Like, mm-hmm. you fucking do what you want. Like, I don't know, man. Like, especially, like... I don't think you anyone has any right to tell a creator of anything how to do this shit. As long as you're not hurting anybody or taking advantage of anybody in the process, mm-hmm. you as a creator, especially like a creative person, someone who's creating something, it's your fucking it's it's your duty to do it how you want to. And that's why I did like the artwork and all that. Like mm-hmm. it would have been like I could have probably used the help, but I didn't want to compromise. I didn't want to you know, it might have even been compromised for the better. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't care to find out. I didn't care to find out. You know, I, I really wanted to do it my way. And the fact that y'all leave, or y'all fuck with it to the point where y'all wanted me to come here and talk about it, it means the world to me, man. Like anything else, like the streams that are to come, and hopefully the attention that the the videos get when I drop them. Like that's all just a fucking bonus, bro. I just wanted to get the fucking. I wanted to get the songs out. I want to get the emotions out, you know. You did. Because I know people feel that way, too. People feel worse yeah. than me, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I talk to the people all the time on my social media, but I want them to have songs, like, to to listen to as well, you know. No, absolutely. Um, <laughs> on that note, yeah. um, I feel like you said no cap about ten times, so we're going to yeah. play no cap. Good looking.
and we're back. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, uh, we've been talking about music for quite a bit, um, but I don't want us to carry away too far because I know that there's another side, um, the fashion side. Let's we just talk seen about you, fashion. Yeah, let's <laughs> talk about fashion. We just seen you at wow. Fashion Week and about a whole, how many, how many different uh, walks did you do? did like five or six yeah Yeah, a lot (laughs) probably more i don't know but um yeah dude everyone everyone's told me for years i wasn't tall enough i'm like five nine on a good day (laughs) so i remember when i got my license the lady was like uh she looked at it she's like five nine i was like i I gave her a look i'm like come on you're like give me that like like five eight like but my doctor my doctor said five nine same like she gave me a look when she saw she's like you're five nine i'm like like give me that shit. <laughs> so um, you know, I'm five nine on a good day. But everyone always told me, like, I've had so many people tell me, um, like, nah, like you're not tall enough to do runway, like don't go to the casting calls, like you won't waste your time. Wow. But um my boys uh on Instagram, his name's Sir Keithington, and then there's you know, his boy Cree Williams. You know, they're uh the journey that they're, they're like a styling duo, like, you know. Um I did. I met them through work, you know, walking for Mont Brown uh, with his Lamont Latif line, uh, like a couple a couple times, like throughout shout the past years. Shout out to Mont Brown. Yeah, Mont, shout out Mont Brown, man. Um, him just fucking with me and thinking, like, apart from having a good look, like to put his shit on, he fucks with how I how I flip my style around. He 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 fucks with how I present myself, like differently and consistently enough to where like. He brought me through to a photo shoot he was doing at Bach with uh, this dude Shizzy. Shout out to Shizzy. And um, he was like, yo, he's like, bring through bring through some shit you got you think that, you know, would work for you or other people Philly Fashion Week. And I knew about it. And I was like, I'm not tall enough. They're like, get the fuck out. Go. <laughs> so then I go there and I see them there. I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, and I didn't want to I didn't want to feel arrogant because I was like, I, you never, I don't like ever like going into things thinking like it's in the bag. But. When I see them there, like that, they're like more like a they were like running it type shit. I'm like, oh, I'm like I'm probably gonna, <laughs> like, I'm probably gonna get in this joint. And then I got in it, and I was yeah. like, oh shit, like this is fucking sick. Um, you know, I just had to wait for it. Like it, it was the one thing I was looking forward to. Like I felt like I had to get through the summer just to get to Philly Fashion Week. But like fashion, it, it, you know, especially nowadays, a lot of people feel this way that make music, but it's always been an extension of my self expression. Like. Since I was a kid, my mom would would let me take you know any shit that I was like getting old or fucked up or like my ratty clothes or whatever. Like whenever it was time to get like you know like new jeans or whatever shit like that, she'd let me fuck with my old ones. So like I would paint them, I would fucking draw on them, and ultimately I'd end up wearing them more than my new joints that she <laughs> would get me. And um, you know I've had I've had girls like that I've been been involved with like some being like oh like need to grow the fuck up like why are you writing all your shit why are you painting <laughs> all your shit and like why is why is why is your stuff all and like even when i be like wearing like a majority of my clothing's women's clothing like you know like especially my jeans like i wear I, all my dress shirts are actually blouses mm. um you know some jones would be like embarrassed by it i wear chokers and shit sometimes sometimes i don't like uh <laughs> But yeah, man, it's always been a, a, an extension of my expression, and I, I was, just, I'm, you know, I was, and I still am very grateful to to have been able to walk in Philly Fashion Week. That was one of the, it, it just felt, I, I, 
I felt useful, and that that's like my goal at the end of the day. That's how I feel yeah. important, and like it it was it was so fun, man. Like I I do that shit all day if I could. Yeah, Fashion Week was sick, dude. It was so sick, Get and that's where we met you for the people. first time. We met so many creative. People. And your energy, bro. Like you, like I'm like yo, this motherfucker. Like you, really eager, like to to get to this. I could tell you, you really fuck with being in those environments. Like Thank mm-hmm. you, bro. even yesterday at the show, like you coming up and you're like not nah, like. I'm getting fucking photos. Like, yo, y'all, group up. Boom. And you come in and get portraits. Like, you don't, you don't, and like, you didn't like, hey, can, can I or may I? Like, no, nah, you did that shit. And, and I think people are able to read the vibe. Like, no, nah, like, this dude's fucking, this dude's like, yeah, like, he's about his shit. Like, let me, <laughs> let me get ready for this portrait I'm about to have taken up. <laughs> Thank you, bro. I appreciate like, it. Getting content, bro. And, um, you know, just like, you know, I go, over, you know, I know that I have a lot of things going for me and, People tell me all the time, and I'm grateful for those that do. But most majority of the time, I go around feeling really insecure and, and not that great, like about myself. And Fashion Week, man, I'm like that week. I felt like I had stuff to like wake up for, apart from like I, you know, I, I was I was up at from, from like four forty five in the morning at all each one of those days. Like I wake up at four forty five in the morning for work, so uh, I'd like I'd be at work and like some crazy shit be going down like that yeah. whole week it didn't nothing bother me bro because I'm like <laughs> I'm going the fuck I'm leaving here and I'm going to do some shit I really like to do so like I love the modeling stuff man it it's a whole you know I, I don't gotta be like I don't gotta I can let my guard down I don't gotta be on my square I don't gotta be aggressive I don't gotta like I'm like I get to relax and like be you know just like. Li- I, who don't like looking good? Who and we like could tell. Good, you we know? could tell that you were you real like, tough. I've been a fan of uh, <laughs> of BZ's shit. BZ the gutter god. I've been a fan of Minor Cool Rumor for a grip, but I never really had the bread like that to afford it. Like you know what I mean? Even though like his jacket, you know, it's like a hundred or something, whatever. Like a couple hundred. I, you know, when I first got put onto his shit, I couldn't afford it. And like you know, I'm at a point now where like I'm I'm handling I'm handling my money better. Um, you know. We got different little streams of income and shit, but uh, I never thought the first time wearing it I'd be representing it, and like <laughs> yeah. I, I let him know that because like I met him at my old job, like he came in with like all his friends, and I was just like I'm giving him his fucking food, like I'm running him his food, and oh, I'm shit. like <laughs> I'm like yo bro, I just want to say like I am a really big fan of your shit. I was like I never thought I'd fucking he a Philly bull, like you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm like no, I'm like we, like we all from Philly, we all live here, but I was like I'm like no bro, like I. I really fuck with what you do. Like, I never thought I'd even get to, like, tell you this. And, and then I'm like, You're when I saw that show. he was in the show, I was like, he was, when they were walking around to, like, pick what models they want and we're just standing there, he walks up and just sees me and, and we just go in for the dab. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, bro, what's up? He was like, he's like, I fucking got you. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, <laughs> I was so excited to wear his shit, bro. Like, I, uh, it meant a lot to yeah, my bad to cut you off. But I no, just, no, I had no. This, he's, like, I wanted to so put that sick. out clear. Like, I, I literally, it was, a, it, like, that was, like, a goal. You yeah, know? no, and check out the site for those photos. I think you're actually in one of those photos on the site wearing this yeah. stuff. I gotta check uh, that out. So, Icy Thoughts, always check it out. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was just saying, you were, like, walking down the runway. You were, like, <laughs> rapping along to the songs. Yeah, when stuff. they had, um, <laughs> it was, uh, it was Diamonds. Yeah, it was Diamonds. Fucking yay. Uh, Late Registration is my favorite fucking album like ever uh Amazing it's, album. it's my fucking background on my shit like, you know what i mean but um when i first heard late registration as a kid <laughs> i remember i had an ipod video at the time and my older brother like i was you know i was i was i used to i was watching him and my older cousin 
watching fucking uh, the video for Jesus Walks, like when the shit was playing on like B, you know, BT and MTV, whatever. Mm. And I'm, I remember, I remember that happening. And then I remember late registration coming out, and my brother just being like, "Yo, like this the new Yay, this new Kanye." Con- I don't call him Yay yet. He was still capitalizing the Y in Kanye. Like, <laughs> so uh, I remember like laying on my back on, on my bedroom floor. Ear, like you know, earbuds in or whatever, and just like I, I, something totally closed my eyes, and I turned that shit on. I was like, huh, huh, huh. like, no, I was gonna see, no, I was gonna see you again, all that. And like, so like that album, like I just remember bawling my, I remember bawling my eyes out multiple times. My first listen to that That's album, that shit. yeah, like John Bryan co-producing with Ye, like just the orchestral arrangements, the songwriting. To me, to this day, I feel like that's like the one of the pinnacle, not only hip hop albums, but just like albums ever. That uh, whole trilogy, like college dropout graduation, I, I kind of looped those together. We in will my never mind. see anything like that but again. We, just uh, fucking amazing. His whole catalog, records. like amazing. He, he, we will never, like I, I, Joji and I, my boy Ruffin, we talk about it every day, like damn near at least at some point where it's like really grateful to have been able to live and say like yeah i remember when this dropped i was there for this those were the first rap albums i ever listened to i grabbed my dad's old ipod classic the covers really stood out to me Mm -hmm. fucking takashi murakami print yeah amazing like he like i um all of it like it sounds like i don't i don't care how much fanboy it sounds but like i'm fucking grateful to have just like you know, but yeah. So when Diamonds was on, and I'm like, and we're if we're when we're doing the flood, like you know, the, the flood is when the, you know everyone that walks representing mm-hmm. the like the brand or the the line, whatever they're wearing, everyone comes out and walks like in a, a row behind each other. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, this is like a little bit of a lax moment. Like we don't have to make. They're not taking. They're not taking like static individual <laughs> stationary photos of yeah, you. Yeah. I was like, fuck it, man. I'm like, I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, he, he was snapping <laughs> on that shit. Like, because like. Cause, like it is like it's a it's a hard ass record you could just fucking vibe out to, but he's saying some shit on that. Mm-hmm. Like it's like though it's thousands of miles away, Sierra Leone connect to what we go through today. Over there is the drug over here. Um, over there is the drug tra- trade. Um, over here is the drug trade. We die from drugs. Over there they die from what we buy from drugs: the diamonds, the chains, the bracelets, the charms. Is I thought my Jesus piece was so harmless till I seen a picture of a shorty armless. Now here's the conflict. Like it's like like. Oh my God, like, no, like, he was fucking professing on that shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm like, nah, man, when I hear that, I'm going to rap along. And then they had someone else, they, they had, someone else had yay in this shit. It's like, to this day, bro, like, because that motherfucker has said some really out-of-pocket shit in the past few years. He's done a lot of shit that he should be criticized for, you know what Absolutely. I mean? But to this day, you know, and it sounds, like, fucking corny, I guess, sometimes, but, like, growing up with my dad not being in the picture, I had a lot of male role models. Um, he was the one, the undisputed one. Where like, when I I remember like my first exposure to this to that dude, I'm like, that's like this is what I want to be. Like that's mm-hmm. who I want to be. Like his confidence. Like he showed me how to be confident in myself. Yeah. And like seeing him even go through the mental health shit, like it, it's 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 fucking refreshing. But it's like it you know it doesn't excuse the wild out of pocket shit he's saying. Like to you know he's being he's being disrespectful at times. But um. I uh I always will have a an undying love for that man and appreciation for that man that you know beautiful creative and uh yeah that that dude was like when I found him I, like I was like oh like I don't got to keep searching for the role model yeah, like, this is a- this is my fucking guy and I'm a, you know I'm a I'm a stand on that forever bro but I'm working on being that for me now but yeah, uh you're going to yeah. be that for 
other kids growing up. They were like, oh, look at Kane. We're just <laughs> the same, you know? Like we were Bro, I, telling your story. It's, you know, like hearing you even say that comfortably means so much to me because um, that at the, I, I, that's honestly, that's, you know, apart from like, you know, you know like, yeah, you know, like my, I love my mom and my dad and my uncle and my brother, but um, apart from, uh, apart from like, you know, these two very important, very important people in my life, like that, that's like the main thing that I'm, I'm trying to stay here for and to do. Like, I hope, I, I hope so bad to be an inspiration for someone one day. And if it happens to be a whole, like a generation, I, you know, that, that's, I, th- I think that's why I'm doing what I'm doing now. Like I'm trying to do the right things and, and, get out of my own way and and learn how to articulate myself emotionally like i want maybe i can help others do that through my music or through the art or whatever like i would love to be an example for someone one day i would love you know but if if if, if i hope for people to look up to me i gotta be someone to look up to yeah i mean i think you're already actively doing that i mean like just on your instagram Shit. through your music like i'll see in your story every now and then like you'll be like uh, people will just be reaching out to you, that, you know, and you'll or, be like putting no. out little videos, talking to them, like, and I think that shit no. really means a lot. Like it's real intimate. No. Like people, you know, people get to know you. You know the whole fucking uh, call, like oh, here we go, white rapper uh, referencing Eight Mile, but uh, <laughs> fucking when he's like, you know, like tell these people something they don't know about me. It's like, wh- what can you use against me if I'm saying it against myself? Like you know, so like. I feel like it's empowering, you know. Some people don't want to share that much, and that's fine. But I feel like it's my duty. Like, I know that there's people that not only feel exactly how I do, but feel worse. So, like, you know, I I see a lot of mindless shit on the gram. And we all need that sometimes. (laughs) But I'm thinking, like, you know what? If I'm going to put, if I'm going to do anything, like, I want there to be some motive and some sustenance in it. I want there to be some fucking, I want there to be some worth and value in it. So... And it sounds crazy, like, at times, but, you know, I haven't, I, I, I haven't actively, like, paid to promote none of my shit. Like, you know, my budget's limited. But um, my organic reach with the stories, like, I've got, a, I've got, like, a good couple hundred people tuning into each joint. Like, yeah. so I'm like, if I've got 500 people tuning in to watch me fuck around and hang out with, with my roommate's cat, <laughs> like, why not, uh, like, why not talk to, why not? say something about like mental health or like right. self-harm or fucking and even if it may be uncomfortable fine you can tune it down my, my shit goes down sometimes but when i started doing it and talking about it and making the videos and putting them on igtv immediately bro like a lot of all, all the like a lot of people like start instead of just like a lot of people that would just watch it and do their thing and let it be started started talking to me mm-hmm. and i'm like holy shit i'm like a lot of people feel this way so now like bro any any given person that like follows me or like actively tunes into my shit they can go through their they can show you on their phone like no like yo i talk to bro every fucking day <laughs> like we talk every week and i know one day i'm not gonna be able to do it but uh damn it if i if i fucking can i will because like i know what it's like to not have anyone to talk to like sometimes we got to talk about that shit man you got to so like you know i'm trying to talk about it sing about it i'm trying to be about it you mm-hmm. know like i don't know like I- i'm not afraid to do it bro like if i'm going to i'm going to fucking feel it anyway i might as well try and talk about it in a productive manner 
I appreciate you even being aware that I'd be doing that on my stories, bro. Because, like, apart from the analytics, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, they could all be fucking scrolling away, though. They could all be swiping it off. Mm. But it's funny, man. Like, a lot of people fuck. I guess a lot of people. I guess, I guess that's something I do now. I get. I don't know. I, I guess I've been consistent enough. If you referencing it, I'm, I'm just happy. That, I'm happy to hear that, man. No, you got to keep all of it going. All the fashion stuff, all that stuff. And I heard you act too. I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh shit, baby. <laughs> Hold up, Cyrus. Got some technical difficulties, real God quick. Damn. Guys. Yeah. No. Siri wants to get in the conversation. I'm like, yo, man, they're listening, bro. They <laughs> are. Uh, excuse that, but um, with the acting stuff, that's what I did as a kid. You know, okay. before before the music, um, I always wanted to act, and I still do. You know, uh, but I was signed with. This company called CV Talent in Jersey. I booked my first audition, which was an audition for a Hershey Park photo shoot. I had to ride, <laughs> had to ride a roller coaster fucking 30 times in a row. It was hey, my first time ever. Jesus. I lied. I lied and said I love roller coasters. Then Skip over <laughs> so I grew up loving Limp Biscuit, bro. I still fuck with their second album, Heavy. Um, mm-hmm. Limp Biscuit is amazing. People don't give them <laughs> real shit, bro. I'm serious. Corn, yeah. fucking first three family corn values albums, tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Limp Biscuit. That shit had its own thing, you know. But um, yeah, bro. He directed the film, and he's like, he 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 believed heavily in me as an actor, and um, he's like, yo, I'm gonna use you in this next project. I, it was it was this movie that he did with Kiki Palmer, where she was a young boy. I was supposed to star <laughs> opposite Kiki Palmer. <laughs> And uh, you know, so my mom and I, he paid, you know, he paid to fly us out to fucking L.A. We we, uh, his assistant Gabe, shout out Gabe if you ever listen to this, pulls um pulls us up to his house in the hills. We get the fuck out, Fred motherfucking nurse like Limp Biscuit, you know. Uh, <laughs> A pack of chainsaw, what like fucking Fred Durst, fucking did it all for the nookie, <laughs> fucking. You know, opens the door, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" I'm like, "Bro, I grew up watching you on MTV." I'm like, "Like TRL, like so." Uh, <laughs> you know, and like I don't, you know, now that I'm looking back back at it, like older and shit, I was I was like 11, 12 at the time. Like, I'm gonna keep it a buck, man. Like he, like I, you know, I'm pretty sure he and my mom had a little thing going on. You know what I mean? Whatever. <laughs> like, do your thing. I ain't mad at you. It's part of your memoir one day, but uh, fucking. <laughs> We ended up getting kicked out of his crib maybe, like, a month or two after. And it's funny because we're like, fuck, like, what are we going to do? Like, the writer's strike happened. Nope, nothing was being filmed. We pretty much moved out there. He was, like, our transition to get out there. Mm. The one day, I'm skating, and this fucking lady drives by. She's like, oh, you skate? I'm like, well, no, there's just a board yeah. under my fucking feet. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. She's like, you from here? I'm like, I'm like, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, look, I grew up in Philly, so, like, I know, like, how to carry myself in different situations and, and areas and shit. And I, but I'm looking at this lady, and I immediately read her. I'm like, no, she's just some fucking, I'm like, I'm out in L.A. Like, this is some fucking, like, sweet lady. Like, she ain't, like, she ain't no threat. So I'm like, I'm like, nah, I'm from Philly. She, she's like, oh, that's what's up. She's like, my son skates. We live right up the street. And I'm like, what do you, I'm like, really? I'm like, that's what's up. She's like, yeah, like, you can't miss it. She's like, we're at the top of the street. So, you know, I, I go up there. And she, the biggest house in the fucking hills. They live right next to Moby. And, um, <laughs> Shout you know, out Moby. Yeah. And I ended up I ended up meeting her son named Giacomo. Shout out Giacomo. And um, we became best friends. So, like, we got kicked out of Fred's house. And then that fucking, like, day went right up the block <laughs> from him to, like, the... 
to a crib bigger than his. Wow. You know, and and her and my mom like were chilling and they probably smoked a little bit and <laughs> my mom you know told her the situation like because like she asked like how long we're staying and my mom was just honest and she's like yeah y'all can stay with us and we've been friends ever since like that was like mm. you know that's when i was like 11 I'm 24 now so like Damn. yeah bro life is motherfucking crazy i lived with fred i, I be forgetting <laughs> sometimes like, yeah bro acting acting that's what we're talking about <laughs> yeah bro i act i do you know I do all that you shit, man. You just trying man. to blow by that. I wasn't going to let that <laughs> slide. You live with fucking Fred Durst. Yeah, bro. And, like, I, you know, <laughs> it's funny. Like, I sent him, me, I sent him like, this song that I'm sitting on uh, called Best Friend. I sent him that that joint, like, a, maybe, like, a year ago. And he's like, oh, it's dope. He's like, he's like, it's almost there. And I'm like, <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, I appreciate you even responding. I'm like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> he does jazz nights, too. Yes, yeah, you'd be paying attention. That, yeah. Oh my god, that shit is sick. Like I'd be the upright Fred bass Durst. and all. Yeah, yeah his shit with the station wagons and all. It's fucking sick. Yeah, Fred I, Durst is I, a legend. He was one of my fucking role models as a kid too. Like I, I always will love that dude, man. That motherfucker was, was like, you know, still is like that motherfucker was at like the top of fucking stardom, like pop culture. Like that dude had an impact. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I love acting. I've always the the two things that made me that really hit me when I was a kid, where I was like, I want to do that, was uh. The Why Don't He Want Me scene in Fresh Prince when, you know, Ben Vereen oh, yeah, was yeah, his yeah. father and he Classic. was talking with James Avery, you know, Uncle Phil, and Forrest Gump. I remember seeing, you know, that it was, you know, I, I grew up watching all that shit, so like, I'm, you know, that scene in Fresh Prince, I remember it hitting me. I'm like, I related to it directly, like, you know, and I'm like, wow, like, I want to, I want to, I didn't know what it was. It was like, it just hit me, like, and all that came out, I was like, I want to do that. Like, I want to be that. Like, I want to be this. And then, um, and Forrest Gump, like that, the way that he just transformed, like into that character. It's like, I don't know, like those films specifically. And Shawshank, you know, I love Shawshank and shit mm-hmm. like that. I love Tarantino films, but yeah, from a young age as a kid, I was like, I want to do that. But music, I, you know, the music became the thing where it was like, oh, I get to write the mm-hmm. the script, not just play, not just portray a character, mm-hmm. you know. You ever think about writing screenplays then? I think it's inevitable. I just yeah, haven't yeah. sat down and really done it because, like, I used to do that work. shit all the time. Yeah, it's, a lot, dude, it's a lot of work. And, like, I, um, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it right, you know? I've done stage productions, like, I've done musical theater, I sing, I dance, I, you know, I did ballet, I did modern, I did nice. shit like that. I went, to a, I went to a performing arts school. I went to Kappa, you know, but okay. I, I was in place. Yeah, since now I was a it kid. makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm, yeah, so I mean, I'm like one of the fucking one. artsy kids, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think a screenplay thing will be dope. I mean, with the visuals that I'm currently working on, you know, I don't want them to be more or less like me performing or like singing or rapping to the camera. Sure. Like, I, if I'm already doing it in the track, I don't. You don't need to see me doing it. Like, so I've got some conceptual little stuff, like. I don't want to get too, like, story-story with it, but I'm trying to figure out ways to, like, portray those emotions visually, you know? But, yeah, I don't know. I just haven't gotten around to it. But I love acting, man. It's just, um, you have to get used to rejection. Going, like, you go on 300 auditions and you'll get three, maybe, you know? Like, but people base their whole careers off, like, two or three really fire roles. Like, the, like, you know what I mean? Um... I got three. I had four callbacks for Night at the Museum when I was like twelve. Yeah. You know. Then they were like, "Wait, your hair's not black." I was like, "Nah." And they're like, "Oh, Ben Ben Stiller's hair is black." 
That's why you don't get the audition, even what? though like <laughs> that's that's the game, bro. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Acting's cool, but yeah, <laughs> it helps you to like learn how to take a no. Hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So it sounds like you still have a lot, a lot of stuff still going on, and probably will always be going on hopefully um, yeah tell us about some projects you got coming up i know yeah. you're gonna be oh, in a fashion man. show there's a lot of shit you sitting on oh yeah uh nick um i forget to say his how to say his last name vitali nick vitali yeah, nick vitali yeah. i don't want to fuck that, that up. Is. Yeah. That, i'm pretty sure he's, it, but, um, he's a he's a designer and a you know a model in his own right he's a creative he's got a show on that is that um, <laughs> But yeah, November 1st, okay. Rittenhouse. Uh, it's open to the public. Show up. The theme is construction, like Kane said. It's going to mm-hmm. be dope. Um, Nick actually sent me what I'm wearing today. Same. Not going to spoil it, yeah. but it's fucking it's sick. It's fire, bro. <laughs> it's sick. He dude. sent me some fire shit. I'm like, hell yeah. I'm like, let's go. I, 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 I told him, it. I'm going to show some skin. Real like, conceptual. <laughs> real weird. Definitely not what you would expect when you hear construction, but it's Weird it's is good. It's going to work, mm-hmm. and I'm so hyped. Yeah, I'm hyped for it. that. But yeah, like, so got that coming. We have our monthly residency at Bourbon and Branch every third Thursday. It's a free event. That was the show night. last night. It was killer. Thank you, man. Check those Thank out. you. Um, I'm sitting on like I'm sitting on like three projects. I know. Maybe four. I'm out here. Um, Gotta hear them. Yeah, bro. Like the, the next one, I think the the more immediate one. I think I'm gonna go more. I think I'm the way I put it together and like the artwork I made for it, it's definitely more aggressive, more. Um, you know, if you fucked with the the joint voices where I'm doing the Love scream voices. and stuff, if like, or and if you're aware of that snippet I put up on my page, where I'm like shirtless and I'm screaming in the mic, um, that one, that one's on there. Uh, it's, you know, with too young to die. Okay, so, Good Morning Sunshine. I'm showing like, hey, here's like everything that I'm pretty much touching on here's what you can probably expect you can expect to hear some iterations of these styles if you're ever gonna hear Kane Kerner shit from here on out uh too young to die was like okay let me let me be a little sad and explain like the 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 heartache the pain um I think the next project I'm considering calling it 117 I'm considering dropping it on January 17th Mm. uh but it's it just the songs that I ended up putting together and just staring at the artwork I made for it. Mm-hmm. It's a collage, like so. Like I'm staring at the artwork for it and I'm listening to the songs while I'm looking at it, and I'm like, it just ended up kind of being more aggressive. Um, so more or less, like okay, I've given you like the the sadness, the all that, like the woe is I guess woe is me, like hide under the covers, like feel, like I'm in the crib, I'm not an, you know answering my phone shit. The 117 joint is the sort of, um, all right, I'm unpredictable, like, anyone can get it, me included. You know, some of it's, like, not that pretty. Some of it's embarrassing because, like, I don't like being angry or, like, a toxic person or, like, being vengeful or being, I don't like being aggressive. Like, but most of the times those that are or are able to have had to. Um, So I tried to... I don't know, I ended up explaining it that way, you know. And then I've got this other project. And I'll, you know, the one pro- other project's called Forever Alone. And um, if 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 Good Morning Sunshine is sort of like, hey, here's what you can expect from me. Like, here's a preview of what you can expect from me. I'm looking at Forever Alone being the one where it's like, 
here's me hopefully explaining it all and being all of this as best as I can. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. And, and I've got two other joints I'm playing with, like, uh, with uh, titles for. One of them's a collab joint. But, yeah, so I'm looking at 117. What is the significance of that number? Because I see you wear that on your, you <laughs> yeah, got, like, got a necklace you neck. always wear. Oh, he, you know, he gave a little disclaimer before telling me a story. He's like, he's trying to be all, like, I think he was trying to scare me. But he was like, <laughs> he's like, when I tell you this story, like, it's going to start following you. And I'm like, no, the fuck it don't. I'm like, I don't believe in that fucking, like, voodoo, brujeria, fucking ghost shit. I'm like, I'm not with it. And he's like, nah, he's like, trust me. Tells me the story. I forget the story to this day. But, um, you know, no sooner than, you know, like, the, the day after. I just started seeing it everywhere. And I, I wasn't, like, thinking about it. I wasn't looking for it. It was that number that he was telling you in the yeah. beginning? He said he, he said he like, went somewhere and, like, like saw it or something. Or it was, like, written everywhere or something. But I think maybe that, that's what I'd like to remember. I don't know. But ever since he told me about it that how, how and how it was following him, it started following me. And I got hit. You know, like, a lot of crazy shit happened, like, right before I saw that number, like, the last time I ever, like, stole from a store, like, a business, I was looking at the register walking out like someone was checking their shit out and, you know, um, the, whatever. The chick says, like, your change is $1.17. And I was just, and I just remember getting such a bad feeling in my gut. And, like, I usually get really good vibes when I see it. When I come across 117, it makes me smile. But that one night, I got a bad feeling in my gut. I'm riding my bike down City Ave. I no, like, no less than a two blocks away going across the street I got the green I get smoked by a dude in a charger and I'm strapped in my bike and I flip I thought I broke my shin like yeah. got hit by it was like my fourth time getting hit by a car on my wow. bike but uh but yeah I look at 117 as like as like my number like to it's like it, it's a, it gives me an indicator to be more present not in a lookout way mm-hmm. but I like to believe when I see it it's um it's like a little hello from the universe. Like, yo, bro, you good? Like, like or that. like, if I'm worrying about something, to like chill out, you know. But I don't know. It's just my thing. Like, same with the stay sharp shit. Same with uh, the death is a choice shit. Like, it's just my thing, you know. Like, it. I I want people when they think of me to think of that shit. I want them when they see that shit to think of me. So like, well, one one seven is me. Like, stay sharp is me. Death is a choice is me. Like, you gotta it's all... have those like personal mantras. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. Up. One of the projects is death is a choice. Damn. <laughs> so yeah, bro. That's you so know, many projects you forget about. <laughs> yeah, bro. And like, that's the thing. Like, they're all constantly changing. But I got them. Like, I got them structured out. You know, my whole goal was to just try and make them cohesive and make sense. Even though like, Good Morning Sunshine, it, it, the theme was to not really be cohesive, but make it cohesive. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not one sound. It works. Know, yeah, yeah it like so they all got their own they got they all got their own little thing I'm doing with it, but I'm thinking of putting the death as a choice one off a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I might see I might even goes. change one to that. I don't know. I also one more one more question before we let you go. My bad. You know I, I talk and ramble, bro. No, you know I, I me, man. Shit. That's all of us. But I did want to ask, there's a line about Hunter S. Thompson in that yeah. last track. Let's <laughs> let's talk about that. Because Hunter so, S. Thompson is He's my boy, and I know that's He's like a wild cliche dude. for like mm. a lot of like young writers to like look up to him. Yeah, you know. But as a journalist, he's like my guy. So talk about that. I'm happy to hear that. Um, so with him, the, the song uh, you're referencing, "Birds," I wish that I could fly away. 
I start it with it's like it's like a bass on a bass line like and then like some take how even though a lot of us know what's best for us and what's better for us, what the better alternative is, sometimes we just want to wild out. Like we want to fucking let go and be free of inhibition. We want to break free from the mold. We we want to, mm-hmm. you know, not not j- just like I can't even explain it as like be free. Mm-hmm. Like cause I feel like that's what everybody's like really looking for. Like, but it's, a, it's more of an internal thing. It's like let go. He was and not living in any kind of mold. I mean, that man at was all. <laughs> so like, and, and like, you know, Robin's rhyme with Thompson. Like the way I bent it a little, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. It's perfect, you know. But I just um, I guess I don't know. Like, cause like I, I was like, I just remember looking at the bird. Like I started like the one day I was just like I just sat in this parking lot in Ben Salem for like f- three four hours, and I just was like watching birds. And uh, I started getting real emotional just thinking about it. And, like, not even, you know, because, like, in movies, they, they, I think there's, like, movies where they show that shit. But, like, I'm looking at them, and I'm like, yo, I'm like, those motherfuckers could do whatever the fuck they want. Of course, like, they go south for the winter. They, they Everyone has, like, you know, shit, the patterns they follow, every being. Mm-hmm. But I'm, like, I'm looking at them, and I'm like, yo, th- those motherfuckers, like, they do whatever they want. Like, they're free. Like, they don't got to do shit. I'm like, if I were to be reincarnated, like, I'd like to be, like, a bird or something. It's like... I wish that I could fly away, like, get the fuck away. I'm like, all right, well, like, get away from what? And I'm like, like, sometimes it's like, oh, I want to get away from myself. Like, I want to get away from, like, and I'm thinking, and I was just like, yeah, like, Hunter S. Thompson was a dude where, like, you know, he took it a, took it to the extremes and shit. There was a lot of shit I, I didn't necessarily agree with. Like, I'm not going to go out on, like, the benders, like, with all the drugs he did, but I know what it's like to to get fucked up and, and ingest shit to where you're like really staring at the void and you know like digging you know, pulling picking yourself apart but i feel like that dude was just uh just a wild bull man and, not, and I, he was more than that but to me he just represented like yo this dude's wild as shit sometimes i want to be wild as shit not give a fuck like that dude that dude stayed strapped like he stayed strapped <laughs> he fucking did you know, his drug tolerance, his alcohol tolerance, like, all that shit, like, whatever. But he, the way that he wrote, like, similar to Hemingway, was just very, um, very realistic, very upfront. Like, he, their their styles of writing was kind of not trying to have a style, I feel like, where it's like, they wrote how people really talked or really thought. And that's what I like about him, you know. And he Plus, put like, himself you know, in that story. You know, all the stories he was telling, he was at the center of. And I was like... Just so unconventional as a journalist. Yeah, because like usually you want your subject to be the fucking focus, but like it almost became. It's like you, some could call it even an ego thing. Like where it's like, who? The, why the fuck are you writing about yourself? But it's like <laughs> I feel like it, it allowed you to play really visualize the shit and, and be in his shoes. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I I think the dude was pretty fucking brilliant, and my boy D Rock got me into him. So like you know, shout out to D Rock again. But yeah, bro, sometimes I just want to wild out. Like, sometimes, like, <laughs> sometimes I want to get fucked up and shoot some shit. Sometimes I want to fucking, I want to run away and just, like, all right, I'm going to go on a bender and do this and, like, all. But I'm trying not to. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Other, you know. But, yeah, I fuck with that dude. So, like, I started from the rip. And also, I, I wanted my boy D-Rock to like that song, like, when I made it. He always talks me back to make another. Mm-hmm. But um, he always fucks with, he always tells me, like, yo, bro, your first project, like, He's like, that's still my shit. So I, I made that song sort of like, all right, let me tr- try and 
improve upon that mm-hmm. formula and show I can still do that. And he hit me up, sure as, sure as anything, like, yo, bro, like, CKEP vibes. I was like, hell yeah. And, like, you know, I knew he would like it, but it makes me... That, that song... It's funny, man. I've even had I've had a few girls hit me up saying they like that one. I'm like, really? I'm like, that's some like I thought it'd be y'all would think it was corny. And they're like, no, like that shit, like, oh my god, it's so deep. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, I'm just I was just trying to say some shit, you know. <laughs> they're like, no, like I feel you, like, you know, I wish I was a bird. And I'm like, all right. I had the birds chirping in there too, I added that in. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, man. No, and, and on that, that though, song. we should probably just listen to the fucking song. Um, <laughs> yeah. We, we should close the shit out. Let's play birds and get out of here. Josh? Um, shoot. Yeah, this has been a great, great talk Bro. right now. I didn't know Such what to expect. Shot, but, um, yeah, this is great getting to know you and knowing your story. Thank you, man. Um, I'm, I'm grateful to get the opportunity to talk about it and not just, you know, like you know, y'all, it seems like y'all were act, you know to talk with people that are actually interested in fucking hearing about it, as mm-hmm. opposed to me just hopelessly trying to vent and <laughs> express some <laughs> shit. So I'm grateful as fuck for y'all to just even hit me about this and sit with me, man. Thank you. Nah, thank you. All right, All right guys, fucking Kane Kerner. Thanks Check for seeing me. Have a great fucking day, y'all. Whatever time y'all listen to this, thank you so much, and feel free to follow me on any social media platform at C A I N. K-E-R-N-E-R. I hope I C-A-I-N-K-E-R-N-E-R. I'm like, did I spell my shit right? Yeah. But, you know, thank you so much, everybody. I hope y'all, hope y'all fuck with what all of us do, you know? All right, peace out. Peace. Later. All right, let's see. Oh, shit. What did I do? Just hit the record? Yeah. <laughs>